Hey, welcome to Texas! He's a 10. I choose this family. guys, welcome to episode 98 of 911 Lone Star Roundup. I'm one of your hosts, Katie, and with me are my lovely co-hosts, Grace. Hi, everyone. And EJ. Hello. So today we, we will be talking about the two-hour season four finale of Lone Star. Um, we'll, of course, be talking about episodes 17 and 18 from season four. Um, these episodes were titled Best of Men and In Sickness and Health, which the old titles were off the rails into Weddings and Trainwreck. And I actually, like, after seeing the episodes, I liked the new titles better. Mm-hmm. The, um, the, the old titles make me think they had something else planned for the finale. Exactly. Because yeah, exactly. there was nothing about a train wreck. There was nothing. Yeah. There was right. nothing about a train. I think they had to improvise. So. Yeah. I yeah, also definitely. think there was something revolving because it said two weddings, and so I feel like yeah. there was another wedding that was supposedly going on and didn't happen. So right. I I'm feel really. Like, yeah. I feel like it was maybe like I never thought like people were like oh my god they're going to distract from the Charles wedding by having somebody else get married. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was obviously going to be like a call they went on or something. Right. Um, yeah, I was so, thinking, yeah. I don't know, destination wedding on a train or something. Did like. technically already have a wedding call? Because in 204, when Marjan was, uh, Salim showed up, and they went to that call about the bride that was sick or something. Or no, mm-hmm. everybody was sick. Yeah. Anyhow, so yeah, this is, I just really want to know what the original plan was. Yeah, yeah me too. I low-key want to know like all like the plans they had and like, and I've read a little bit of the articles, but I haven't really dived into it. But like, yeah. I know they had like a bunch of different ideas. I don't know necessarily what they were, but like, yeah. But these episodes were so good. Like, <sighs> like I, I feel like, so after this aired, like I always go live and I was like, I can't comprehend anything. And my friend was like, oh my God, like I can't either. And I'm like, I literally can't fathom what we just watched and even after like watching it again i still can't fathom what back happened like right it's yeah. just a lot happened so i'm just like yeah uh, my brain and i yeah and i'm just gonna say it i'm gonna do my best not to start bawling like a baby i know uh, it's this gonna be t- hard this hits pretty hard for a lot of reasons right. so i'm gonna do my best to keep my cool but i'll uh, mute myself like it's really bad but yeah let's start talking about the yeah. first half so it's 17 of the tarlos wedding i guess the tarlos yeah, podcast right. um the podcast i, I have it. so many plans with that yeah. Oh. So, yeah, so we started off the episode with Wyatt in the hospital. Honestly, we were talking about this before we started recording. It's, we really don't, we don't really care about this, like, too much. Just because, like, I don't know, like, for me, I feel like the storyline's been done on other shows in different scenarios, like, a billion times. And honestly, it's just, yeah. like, I honestly, I was just saying that, like, I think this, this should have either been saved for, like, another episode, like, earlier. Even though I'm, like, I don't know where they would have fit that in there. Or it should have been saved for, like, next season. Because, honestly, it just, I don't know. Like, it just, it was, it was a lot on top of everything else. It kind of was random. Like, the episodes still flowed really beautifully. Right. But it was still also very random. So, basically, like, you know, Wyatt's working on, like, trying to hold 
things and like stuff and that just like talking about like oh you'll be lifting a fire hose before you know it and i'm just like we all know that's not true because we already know yeah, where they not- want the storyline to go mm-hmm. and apparently he was supposed to get some like certain tests done but the, the doctor that was supposed to perform them or whatever got pulled to another building or something so it's not happening right and so basically like judd's like oh i can take off time so that way i can be here when it happens tomorrow but they're like no you like go to work and like then why it's saying how he has an itch or something so they're like oh yeah that must be good and i don't know i just wasn't like too interested in in this like it's a it's great that he's alive and awake but i'm also like i really don't care i we just care about our carlos yeah, and exactly. um, right. everything happened with the Ray and Ray Strand family. No offense uh, to anything else, but we do not care. Yeah, I yeah, I'm like I feel like this one was really forced, and I don't yeah. feel like it needed to be. Like obviously, we know in the last episode that Wyatt got hurt, and we didn't know the extents of his injuries because the episode ended before we found out. So I get why they brought that in, and we well, don't know exactly they hadn't because of how they staged right. it. Yeah. So and I so I understand why it was there. I just feel like. Like, there was a lot to unpack in these two episodes. And I really feel like with the way the show went, they totally could have, like, postponed, like, some of these, like, responses um, or right. some of these scenes with Wyatt and Judd and that storyline to, like, the beginning of next season. They were I trying agree. to tackle so much. Yeah. And I feel like just the ending of the second episode shows how much they were trying to tackle even. I'm like, you can slow down. Right. Just a bit. I mean, they did a better job. <laughs> the 911 that's for sure <laughs> yeah i have not caught up on 911 yet but yeah, i yeah. know how far behind i am on you're very behind all i'll just right. say is like pretty much no i haven't seen one person say a positive thing about that and i'll leave it at that i'm so sad I, okay moving I, back to time right so and, and i guess kind of did i'm wondering wondering if they were putting all this stuff in there because they knew they because they didn't know at the time this was written and filmed if they were getting renewed so i'm like i'm wondering if they were concerned that they had heard maybe 911 might not be renewed and they were concerned so they're like let's wrap this up as give this a happy ending per se in case it's not renewed I don't know I don't so that's think maybe so why just we got the way the it ended stuff. yeah because they would have wrapped everything up like left no loose ends and there were definitely like things that still need to be tied up in the end that's true yeah okay yeah but there's also nothing to renew or look forward to if you wrap everything up so they were also probably playing yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah I, I can't imagine we're going to spend too much time talking about the why scenes in this i have no, a couple not, of that, not much other than that i'd like to focus on carlos and agree. Fine with me. yeah so then we see carlos's dad show up at the loft which was it was really nice to see that yeah. and like carlos is kind of like taken aback a bit because he's like what's going on and so right. he's like <laughs> it's just funny and i like love how they they all hug and like and stuff mm, like you so know good. tk and gabriel oh, my heart um mm. and then like they sit down and they're talking and gabriel's like saying how carlos's name came up and like ranger daily briefing and saying how like um everyone's talking about how carlos took down an organ trafficking ring and carlos is like well not single-handedly i hope you made that clear and like we love an honest man like right. yes we do, carlos, we do. baby and gabriel's like why would i why would i want to do that i c- i can crow about my son if i want to right <laughs> i love how <laughs> Yeah, he is. Yes. And TK's like excited too about it. And he's like, Yeah, you can. And Gabriel Whoa, is I like, I love that scene. Yeah, same. 
And Gabriel's just like, it's it's not the first time you give me a reason to be proud. And he mentions how like Assistant Chief Bridges is like wondering why he's still working on patrol. And he thinks like APD is squandering his talents. And TK's like, it's not APT's fault. Detective Washington has told Carlos to take the detectives exam like multiple times. She's been begging him to. And Carlos mm-hmm. is like, I already told Detective Washington and my eager fiance that it's not the like right move for me. And like Gabriel's like, oh, I agree. And Carlos, Carlos is like, you do? <laughs> And Gabriel is just like um saying like saying how like you know AP- APD is a fine organization like why would you want to take the detectives exam when you can become a Texas Ranger and this is when Carlos is even like oh my god like what right. is I happening? saw this coming the moment yeah, that yeah me too that yeah, came same. Up and I'm like, I mean mm-hmm. it was pretty like it was good but it was like yeah you know it was where about where this is gonna yeah. go but yeah um, Carlos is just like wow and this beginning part was released I think the day of or the day oh before. yeah so we I had like, was, like part of it a couple days before but we didn't know the aftermath right yeah so Carlos is like kind of like wow okay and he doesn't like he like doesn't like he does he's like this feels like nepotism and gabriel's like it's not nepotism it's legacy gabriel says like how it's kind of like how tk followed owen into the fire services and i'm like okay that's a little bit different a little different but oh, just a bit Mm-hmm. just a bit and like gabriel says how this offer isn't coming from him like if you want to look at it that way it's coming from assistant chief bridges and carlos says like oh, i can't and gabriel's like i know it's a lot of pressure but you like have the chops for it like don't be afraid of a success and carlos says how he doesn't think the rangers are for him and we just leave it at that clearly not trying to get into it at this moment mm-hmm. yeah and trying to avoid the topic i which i can't blame him and Gabriel is wondering like what he meant by that and like like is something bother you and Carlos says like you know it's her motto like one riot one ranger like that kind of bothers him and he also talked about how like the rangers once gunned down 15 unarmed Tahino men and boys as part of their mission to secure Texas territories um, specifically from groups of Mexican indigenous and indigenous uh, descent and Gabriel says how like that was in 1918 and Carlos is like that still stands to be their mission to this day and Carlos goes on to say like how there are plenty of examples of them victimizing and terrorizing innocent people just like them and like you can tell how hurt and it kind of hurts my heart too because like how yeah. her gabriel is by that like in the moment like it does right. kind of sting yeah and stuff yeah. and like carlos is like i i get it like i get the desire to be accepted by people who have historically rejected you and gabriel mm-hmm. is like i see and asks how long carlos felt this way and carlos said the legacy of the texas ranger isn't a secret and gabriel asks like how long carlos is ashamed of him and carlos didn't like carlos didn't have the time to respond because they're apparently having game night today and this is like the worst timing ever because everyone's just coming in here like so excited i'm like come on can you read the damn room and see yeah and mateo's like hey agent ray is you here to play some games oh my god totally would have been accepting if he had been there too but um yeah not even that but like nancy before that i was just like oh my god guys read the room read the room yeah and gabriel just like 
um leaves and tells them like oh have fun and like i feel so bad for carlos but also gabriel like i i feel bad for both sides like i that's it was so it was a hard conversation it was obviously something that they had been meaning to talk about for a while that had obviously never come up and like obviously all those things need to be said and like the one thing that really drove me nuts i think i only saw one person say this but this really drove me nuts is somebody was like oh carlos is such a hypocrite like he's over here like spreading the cop propaganda like stuff like i was like give me a break like uh, like it's just like it's like yes there's bad there's bad people in all forces like there's bad people in literally any every job like right like here's the yeah. thing is that carlos isn't wrong nor is gabriel right he's not wrong for being in that job just like carlos is not wrong for being a cop mm-hmm. every organization even in america which is historically a very new country is deeply corrupt and has lots of blood on their hands. Right. The military, every, every force that shaped the country has blood on their hands. And most of it is indigenous of right. some sort or Hispanic or yeah. black or any of that minority blood. Mm-hmm. So he's not wrong for feeling the way he is. I do personally feel like it's simplifying it a little bit too much, but that's a whole nother conversation. And he's right. still not wrong for his views. Right. No. And yeah, I feel like, you know, Carlos, when he was younger, he, you know, learned about it from his dad. And then as he got older and he learned more about the Texas Rangers, and I you can definitely like, you know, and for I feel like we've known in past conversations Carlos has had that he never, mm-hmm. like, his dad told him he was soft things like that that like made him didn't not think he couldn't be a cop mm-hmm. um so there was like and that was even up into season two right and so, i also think that was partially like the image he had of his his father like he had like a false mm-hmm. narrative of his father yeah. obviously that shows a lot in season two because they're obviously his, mm-hmm. he, his relationship with both of his parents like he knew he was loved in a sense but like his relationship back then was a lot different even with his self like his his image of his, himself was different right yeah. so then you here you come along and like he's his dad's in, inviting him to become and i think this maybe was kind of spurred on too by now seeing tk and owen working kind of together now at the firehouse and how that kind of started he's thinking well carlos is actually a really good detective he should you know move to the rangers with more opportunity and i cannot i can side with both of them i feel i can understand why gabriel was hurt because all of a sudden he's here thinking that his son is proud of him and he's like thinking okay now my son is actually ashamed of me because of the job I have right. and then on the other hand you're like you guys are right like there's definitely corrupt cops like for sure there's a lot of crap going on and there's a lot of bad cops out there but there's a lot of good cops out there too right. I think Carlos right up until now has been trying to be a good cop on the street and show mm-hmm. that Latino cops can be um, amazing cops and there can be the good ones um, to outweigh right. those bad ones and so I think this was just like not the right timing right um, yeah yeah, yeah. It's it's just, it also so- kind of drives me nuts because people are always like out to point out like the bad things out there and I'm like can't we just I don't know like we're always I just feel like we're always focusing on the bad and I'm like can't we just focus on something 
something good for once. Okay, agreed. It's just rough. And of course, I think we also understand, we understand more about both of them, but particularly, I'd say we understand maybe more about Gabriel's hurt. In particular, as we learn more about him and as we right. learn later yeah. on in the episode exactly what he did within the Texas Rangers. Yeah. We're not quite at that part yet, so. Right, yeah. yeah. I have more to say, but I'm waiting. Oh, I will have a boatload to say <laughs> oh, when yeah. we get to that. Like, oh, oh yeah. my God. But then the next day, of course, TK shows up um, at work and they're like in the kitchen or whatever. And like TK's like, yeah, you know, I'm like, sorry, we had to like cancel like the game night last night, like abruptly. And like, they're all like, no worries. And Mateo mentions how like, yeah, it seemed like we walked in on some serious family drama. And TK said how basically the rift between Carlos and his dad isn't new. It just sucks that it opened up right before the wedding. And Nancy asked like, what he plans to do and she's just like about what and she's like the rift and this is when judd walks in and he's like who's rifting and paul says about like carlos and his dad and judd's like oh they could always settle it the right way and tk asks like what the right way is and i'm like do we want to know but here we go um and so basically he says how like when every time him and his brothers would get into a fight his dad would shove them into a closet and they wouldn't come out until they were friends and tk's just like yeah i don't think i think like force forcing carlos into a closet is what started this in the first place yeah i love that line it was mm-hmm. so good and then like you know they're like well you just need to like get carlos you need to get him to like sit down and tiki's like i don't think i'll be able to get them to sit down and like Taya's like you just need like a middle band or something and tiki's like i don't want to get in between that and tiki's right. like like i don't want to get involved and then he's like but i know who should and i already know where this is going i'm like i'm like no where yeah, yeah yeah um but then i really like i liked this call um we got like a basically like uh you know our baby call which was such a callback to like the pilot too because yeah. i was saying like this the other day i was like oh my god we got a baby call on like <laughs> the pilot of the show and now we're getting mm-hmm. it in like this finale that's kind of cool but mm-hmm. yeah so this woman was at a gas station and this guy like after she finished pumping her gas she also has a baby in the car like this guy's asking her for money and i'm like okay if you're ever at a gas station and somebody asks you for money run far away yeah. literally get in your car lock the door and drive away um yeah because then he carjacks her because she grabs money out of her car and he steals her keys the baby's obviously in the car so like kidnapping on top of carjacking right and so she's like calling 911 and then i'm like so grace has to get like you know like they have to figure out a way to basically like um like box the guy in so of course we have o'brien which i liked seeing him back it was mm-hmm. it was unexpected mm-hmm. but really nice um and like yeah it's good to so see the, like him working with like the 126 to box this guy in and then he ends up this guy ends up turning into like um like a neighborhood and then like he turns in he basically ends up driving into a pool so of course they have to save his dumb ass right. um, and, and the baby to arrest him and owen has to save the baby which obviously flashes back to like literally Owen saying a ba- saving a baby in the pilot. Yeah. And then like they have to give her CPR and they did save her. But this this call, even where you're watching it, I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. God, this is literally making me emotional. Yeah. I was honestly well, already crying. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was 
that was a tough one. I, I mean, I hate calls with kids anyways, because they're always so emotional. But just seeing, I, like, I was feeling it. I'm like, oh my God, this is the callback from when Owen rescued the baby and the pilot. And then I was like, oh my God, like the mother is on the line. Grace is on the line. You got Judd standing around. Like all these parents are standing there and they're like trying. I was like, oh my God, to be a parent and watching that happen in front of you. Ugh. Yeah. And something else. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was. So then we see Carlos calling TK when they're at the park. He's like, where are you? Like, he's leaving a voicemail. Like, I don't see you. Like, call me back. (laughs) Then he sees his mom and he's like, what are you doing here? She's like, the same thing as you. Fresh air and tacos. And Carlos then realizes that TK set, like, her up to, like, basically Uh talk to him. Which we had gotten, like, the still of this from Tim, like, weeks ago. And I had been wondering when they were going to put this in. And I was like, oh, we're getting this. Yay. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So, Andrea, like, heard about Carlos and Gabriel's disagreement about the Texas Rangers. And Carlos said how, like, oh, he he just told the truth. And Andrea mentions, like, um, about, like, all all the bad people they've taken down. Mm Because Carlos is like, you know, like, they've done this. And she says, well, they have, like, all the, like, bad people they've been able to take down. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. they're... There have been blood on their hands, but the organiz- what organization that's 200 years old doesn't, which is so true. Literally what I was saying. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, man, that just, that sounds so familiar. And, and we're Andrea- just talking about the U.S. here. Right. And, and the yeah. hundreds more years old country. And I'll stop now. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, that's exactly it. And I, I was thinking too, I was like, oh my God, like Texas is in a really bad spot anyways, because it's right off the Rio Grande. You've got Mexico's right there. And there's a lot of like, not so great things that happens in Central and South America. And a lot of things come through Mexico and try to get into the US and Texas is like that first line of defense. So there's a lot going on down there. Right. I'm not even going to get into the stuff that's going on down there. Um, but right. I just, I feel like there's going to be blood on their hands because nobody's perfect. Right, exactly. So yeah, and then Andrea tells Carlos about, like, things about Gabriel, like, and stuff. Because, like, he needs to hear this. And, like, saying how, like, you know, when Gabriel started off at the Rangers, um, there were 96 sworn officers. Two of them were people of color, and that's including Gabriel. And Carlos is like, yeah, you're making my point for me. And Andrea's like, goes on to say how, like, when he got promoted to, to captain, he became like spirit, he spearheaded a campaign to recruit and train talented people of all backgrounds and genders. And Carlos is like, no. And Andrea says how, like, well, he did. Cause like, it's like, he didn't, Carlos never knew that. Mm-hmm. And Andrea is like, you know what percent of the rangers are people of color and women today and carlos is like five and andrea says how it's 30 percent and like that's more than like a tenfold increase under his watch and carlos is just like impressed he's like wow i didn't know that and andrea is like when's the last time you heard your father like boosting about anything other than the asterisk bullpen carlos is like right and andreas says how like he doesn't brag about it because he thinks there's still he like he thinks there's still plenty of work to be done which is so true and like andreas says how like you know gabriel is a good honest man and he deserves like carlos's respect and carlos says how he does respect him and andrea asks like but are you proud of him and carlos says how like of course he is like he knows I am and Andrea is like does he because I'm not so sure which is so true because like they've obviously like 
it goes b- both ways. Like they've right. they've never really had that conversation. I think in recent years, obviously Gabriel has said it to like Carlos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like but they've yeah. never really full on gone into that. Mm-hmm. And I think Carlos hasn't really seen a need to say it to his father. Right. Yeah. And it's clear that you know, obviously they're a family who loves each other. Right. But definitely some emotional things were neglected on both sides right. um, or assumed. And that can be a danger with a lot of families. So, yeah. Right. Especially with like what Carlos says next because Carlos says, Well, I spent my whole life not knowing if he was proud of me. So I guess that's only fair. And Andrea yeah. says, How like this tension between like Carlos and his dad like it's way more than the rangers which is which yeah it absolutely is Uh, andrea tells him that he's entitled to feel like what he feels but he should let it out because one one thing this family has learned the hard way is silence only makes things worse which amen to that definitely that was so important and like i had been wondering like when we were gonna see something like this for a while um Mm -hmm. not even just the scene but like when this conversation was gonna go up like come up because we've been waiting for this for a very long time we have and i'll say i have uh i haven't had i've gained a new respect for gabriel over the season and i certainly have a deep respect for him hearing all this like he's not a perfect man not at all but it's clear he's done a lot and it's nice to hear this right exactly well yeah i mean and because gabriel feels like there's so much more work that needs to be done and he hasn't talked a lot about it and also kind of getting the vibe that carlos was a lot younger when gabriel started getting like more promoted into the rangers carlos didn't know as much as what was going on so i feel like there's a lot of absence and then obviously when carlos came out and that whole like silent treatment as he felt and like the cold shoulder he thought he was getting he just kind of like shut himself off from that and now he's starting to finally open up and realize that you know his dad is a person too right yeah. yeah so now we're gonna go back to the Wyatt stuff but we're gonna make this real quick so we have like a couple of scenes um so like Judd's on the phone with Marlene Wyatt's mom and like the station and like they're talking about like his test results and stuff but then Tommy walks in the room so she hears like that like whatever Judd's saying and so she's like asking him what's going on and like you know Judd says like how his arms and hands are good but like there's like a 90% chance that he'll never walk again and like you know Tommy's like Tommy's just being like you know the good friend and like saying like oh but nerves can generate and stuff like that and so Judd mentions how like Wyatt doesn't know because he was sleeping and his mom has power of attorney medical wise so she found out was able to find out the news so Judd and her are going to tell him after like his shift which they do and obviously it's a hard thing to like take in and mm-hmm. stuff and he feels like he's just going to live in hospitals and stuff like obviously that's understandable like you're just finding out this like huge life changing news and right. stuff and, like it's it's hard and stuff but then we see like Judd talking to Grace probably like later that night he's reading these brochures and stuff grace had just put down charlie and it and stuff and then like so this is when judd gets the idea to basically like move white into their house in their living room basically make like a makeshift like you know area for him to like recover he's gonna get like round o'clock care he's going to quit his job to take care of him and i'm like okay this is like yeah i understand like 
he was like i you know like i wasn't there for the first 17 years i need to do this now and i'm like okay that's not your fault though like you literally didn't know the thing is is he continually makes him not being there for 17 years his own damn fault when you know he didn't know it's not his fault um that he didn't know like you don't have to punish yourself because you're not there. That's my main thing with him is, like, you don't need to punish yourself because you didn't know. And, like, right. I get him wanting to take care of him. But, like, it is hard. And, like, this, it's, Judd is, and we see it later, that Judd's in over his head. Like, mm-hmm. it is a hard, hard thing. Yeah, it is. And uh, I don't feel like Judd, Judd is obviously thinking in not thinking clearly because he's going through grief of the mm-hmm. loss of the things his son could have had right and so he's not thinking clearly just like why it's not thinking clearly for his own reasons so yeah judd's not making a good decision right yeah i also i don't really know if this is the case but i can't help feeling like he also feels somewhat responsible no, because it was in the middle of training yeah that why it got hit which right. is not at all his fault, but right. we know Judd, yeah. and we know that he can make anything his fault if he tries hard enough. Right. I know he, yeah. And I, I want to say that like anybody who steps up and wants to take care of a family member that hurt, hurt is hurt is like awesome. Like that, like some people can do that. Um, this situation was a lot more complicated than just needing some care. Like the care why it needed is like round the clock for the first few months. He has to learn all over again how to do certain things. Yeah. Um, it's not easy. And Jed was taking on a big step to do that. And I think, yeah, right. talk more about it in a bit. But yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Anyways. But, then, but then we see Carlos go see his dad. And Carlos, like, you know, he's like, oh, like, can we talk? And so, like, obviously his dad lets him in. And Carlos sees a puzzle and he's, like, asking, like, like he was doing, like, you're doing puzzles. And Gabriel said, like, yeah. And, like, Carlos is like, I didn't know you were in, into them. And Gabriel said how like him and Andrea got into him during the pandemic and like it helps him get keep his mind off work. And Gabriel asks like, you know, you want anything to drink like a beer, green tea? And this is when Carlos is like green tea. Like and Gabriel's like, what? And Carlos asks, since when do you drink green tea? And Gabriel says, oh, it's been a few years now. They're like, it's good for like blood pressure and general wellness. And I mean, we love, we love a self care. So, right. yes. um, and Carlos is like, general wellness, who the hell are you? And it's so funny. <laughs> and Gabriel, um, starts to like walk away. But then Carlos was like, hey, dad. I didn't like how we left things the other day. And Gabriel says, yeah, neither did I. And Carlos says how he just wants to know, um, like, that he's sorry. And Gabriel says, like, oh, you don't have to, like, say sorry. Um, the Rangers aren't aren't for you. They're not for you. Like, um, that's just how it is. And Carlos says how he's not sorry about what he said. He's sorry about um, the way he said it. Yeah. And Gabriel says he, like, he never has to apologize to him for telling the truth and the truth is i didn't exactly give you a laundry list of a laundry list of things to be proud of me when you were growing up and that's something i'm going to regret to my dying day which this was too soon and we didn't even know what happened yet exactly Uh exactly my thoughts (laughs) and carlos says no that wasn't the truth like i'm proud of you dad and i'm 
I'm proud to be your son. And Gabriel is like almost in disbelief of what he's saying because like you can tell by his face. And then he's like says like Carlitos, you don't have to say like say that at all. Like Carlos says how he's not just like saying that. And Carlos says you're the best man I I know. And that's why I would like you to be my best man. And Gabriel Bro, is... I started crying. Yeah, same. Yeah. Gabriel is, like, a little surprised and taken aback just a bit. And he's like, best man, you're you're for your wedding, me? And Carlos says, if you will be willing. And Gabriel is like, if I'd be willing, you, you could put in... It would be the greatest honor of my life. And he's so happy. He's over the moon. Like, I'm literally crying. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, and, like, they hug. Can, it's I, super can sweet. I adopt Gabriel as my father? I know. I mean, same. Gabriel, you'll my have dad, another but... queer child. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But uh, can I adopt him as my father? Oh, my God. I, like I literally was crying so hard. I, I think I literally said I'm crying in the club right now as I'm watching yeah. this. <laughs> Well, it was so good because this was a conversation that has needed to be needed to happen for a long time. And then like certain comments like, you know, Gabriel saying like he'll regret that Phila's dying day and how happy he was. And tell like, was so happy too. Oh my god, these guys needed some reconciliation. Oh uh, yeah, I'm like, s- yeah, I'm so glad they got that too. And I loved like, you know, them hugging and then like Gabriel like thanks him and Carlos says like I love you dad and Gabriel like says it back and it's like my heart and then Gabriel's just like being like screw green tea we're drinking tequila like come on let's celebrate and I'm like I love this man like so much and like Um, uh the love like it just showed like how much Carlos like just like how much he didn't know about his dad and like even just the little things like green tea puzzles like like uh it's just I don't know I don't know my feelings on it I just I really love this yeah and um, I'm still sorting out some feelings but all I know is that I do in fact have a lot of feelings I know before we started recording I was like my heart is racing I feel like I'm gonna throw up and if I don't remove every liquid from my body I might pee my pants when we start talking about this oh my gosh yeah (laughs) Listen, I know you guys told me to watch it earlier than I usually do, and sadly, I think I do. Even if I had, I'm not sure I still would have processed everything. It took oh, me like I'm two still days not processing. Exactly. I can process shit. This is like it's. I I was like, I think I posted something today, and I was like, don't talk to me until Lone Star comes back. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh my god, I yeah, and I don't know if this was the scene. I think this is the last scene that um, Benito and Rafa. Uh, film together oh don't make me cry it's too early it's too early i know we haven't even gotten to the really we haven't don't don't let's not so much so that i had to take my glasses off i'm already tearing up my glasses are getting soaked so we're gonna be a mess in a little bit and it's okay um yeah so uh, such a good scene oh my god i love them i love when they get scenes together nietzsche is an amazing actor oh i love so many characters so well oh i love him yes so then judge shows up at owens um owen apparently is getting like all the groceries because his brother and his family are you know obviously staying in town with him for the wedding and but then judd goes over there to tell him he's basically quitting because you know he's gonna take care of wyatt full time and judd's like like owens like you know like 
don't even call it retirement like just call it like temporary leave of absence because like Mm -hmm. you know if you take your retirement now they're like you're not gonna get as much right and judd like basically has made up his mind about all this and he's like thanking him but of course and i loved owen was like all of us being like god damn it judd right no and i'm like i'm totally with owen on this one i'm like and like judd could totally take a leave of absence for a few months it happens all the time but yeah not family i'm flashback to like five different emergency shows where i'm like also like owen when he was like in the woods living whatever that life was for a few months it was certainly a life to live (laughs) that he certainly did (laughs) <laughs> for sure um then of course this is kind of interrupted because robert and his family are here now and so owen introduces them and i loved him calling judd his best friend my heart if my heart was already already going through it my heart and so you know and i love judd talking to like hannah and yvonne and saying like you guys came out for your cousin's wedding and one of them i don't remember which one was like yeah um for the wedding for the cousin that we've only met over facetime yeah it's so funny i'm getting ready to go on this road trip to austin of all places and i actually have a cousin that lives nearby and i have never met her in person so i'm gonna do my best to like connect with her while she's there Mm -hmm. um and it's just i was like i was thinking about that i was like "Hmm, i I know about that i've only talked with her once on uh, zoom (laughs) yeah welcome to like 2023 where you meet people literally on facetime oh wait that's us yeah yeah we met on zoom that's true we We met on on instagram but then we like started zooming but i mean like i meant like face to face oh yeah yeah for sure i love it that's like we still actually haven't met in person yet because we all live on the other side of the country yeah it's funny my business partner for my publishing and all the other stuff i've been doing and like uh, chief technology officer job i'm doing my business partner keeps talking he's like well what do you think about moving and he he's based out of myrtle beach so you'll be on the east coast i, <laughs> I, buy a I don't know if it's gonna happen because he's also talking about having like a branch of our company here in my side of the country but we'll see i don't know but yeah. i definitely want to visit for sure i feel like i could visit you guys since y'all are kind of in the same time zone <laughs> And I'm right, the one out yeah. here in the middle of nowhere. But. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, so then, yeah. like, after, you know, like, that little bit, uh, Judd's like, well, I bet he'll appreciate you coming all this way. And then Judd leaves and, like, him and Owen hug. And he's just like, I'll see you. And then I'm just like, oh, like, this is just something. Let me get to the rehearsal dinner, which, you know, like, so many pictures of the wedding were like popping up like over like before the weekend before this episode aired Mm -hmm. so there was so much out there and i was like i don't know what to make of any of this but oh my god and this was one of the pictures that was like put out there and i was like oh my god like that seat that empty seat is definitely for gwen yeah like Mm -hmm yes um some people don't want to believe it but like i'm telling you guys and then owen says yeah, so it's one of those subtle things it was yeah like to me yeah. it was very obvious but like some people are like wait i don't know well it's um, one of those subtle things as in they did not outright say that the empty seat was for gwen but like right. it's an empty seat well they yeah. would imply it either way like it would be it would kind of take when away I, from the moment they had to spell I think it out a behind the scenes picture has come out since then that it has a picture of the name tag sitting on top of the, that setting and it is actually for it says Gwen on it 
Um, so yeah, Owen's about to give a speech and TK's like, are you, are you drunk? And <laughs> Owen's like, I'm, I am naturally runny cheeked. And I'm just like, oh my God. So Owen's speech, I really liked it. So it was oh, like, it was so sweet. It was so yes, sweet. So it. it was like, I was like, I look around this table. It is impossible for me to state my gratitude. It was almost four years ago that I dragged my son if not kicking, then certainly a little bit screaming from New York to Texas. I had just ex- accepted a job rebuilding a fire station that had suffered unbelievable loss and grief. It was a good cause and a noble one, but not at all why we came. I was desperate to save my son's life and maybe my own. I believe in AA. It's it's what you call doing a geographic moving away from the danger, which is not usually a strand's um, first instinct. It's okay, I couldn't save you in New York, and the truth is, I couldn't save you here either. You had to do it. You had to do it for yourself, basically. And you and you have, and I could not be more proud of you son and then it's like carlos and like carlos's face during this scene i was like oh my god and when i see you and tk together i realize that coming to austin isn't the roll of the dice that i thought it was meant to be and like it was meant to be and it's like owen being like if if tk's mother was here i'm sure that she would she would she would be able to say that like so much better than i have and I loved Andrea saying, he's here, Owen, and Gabriel saying, and you said it pretty well. But, like, when he said that, I was like, okay, that was literally their hints at being like, okay, you know, like, empty seat here. Right. True. And I loved Owen finishing his speech and being like, TK and Carlos, the Strand Reyes clan, and Gabriel <laughs> correcting him. Reyes Reyes Strand. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Yes, Gabriel, I agree. I will take me your too. Side. Yes, I voted in that one. Raya Stan. Um, I personally am happy either way. So, I, I yeah, I don't. I mean, like they could keep their current names. Listen, the names are hyphenated. hyphenated. That's all I care about. They're together. Um, yeah, and I love the cheers and like you know, like it was just so good and uh and then even more in the scene kind of like after probably this part, like one of Carlos's sisters is chasing after <laughs> her kids, which is okay. so chaotic and like so beautiful at the same time. And and like the uh the uh so the one that was chasing after the kids, I believe, is Anna. And then the one that was talking to um, Gabriel and Andrea was Louisa. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I looked into it earlier too. Yeah. And I, got so, the, I know their names. I just don't know which one's which. I get them mixed up each time. Also, they have in this in in like their act. The both the actresses are both named Brittany, just spelled differently. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, could you cast that? Can lady you in- can <laughs> you imagine the like? I mean, the it's, a, it's a pretty set. popular name, being that that like being around the time that they were born yeah, you know because that was very popular in like the 90s and like early 2000s yes. um but yeah. it's just funny it's really funny um you can only imagine the confusion on set britney no the other britney um yeah that's literally my life um <laughs> to a t but i love like you know like andrea is like um because like she's so and I was like to her kids, she was like, just take one. And Andrea oh, said, You heard yeah, your daughter, just table. take one. <laughs> and Gabriel was like, They have tri- 
Tres and I can't pronounce things. Okay, I'm yes, sorry, guys. Yeah, thank you. I literally look up pronunciations because I just like suck at it, even if it's in English. <laughs> you know what? Fair. There are words I'm like, that's what that you spell it that like, way. I, it it's like funny because I can say it in my head, but I can't say it out loud. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and he's like, how can I pick one? And I, I love like Lisa just being like, it's a celebration. Like, cut him some slack and andrea's like yeah well you you like you tell him that when he has to squeeze into his tux later he already has too much slack which is kind of a callback to 204 yes I was she was teasing that. him about putting the the weight on during the pandemic <laughs> and gabriel's like do like, do we really like do we really have to do that today and andrea's like yes and then you're gonna gonna get your like started on your speech and Gabriel's like, what for four? The wedding isn't till the till the weekend. And Andrea is just like, Yeah, you're you're gonna give your speech after Owen Strand. Did you not hear the his toast? And Gabriel was just like, I mean, it was all right. And Owen, <laughs> oh my god, I love him so much. And then so Owen is like having like refilling Robert's glass and he's staring at the tremor, and Robert's like stop staring and like stuff and like he he told finally told the family which was good and they were like devastated but stronger than they imagined and like he said how like his wife is like reminding him to take his pills and then his daughter Yvonne is making him breakfast which is super cute and like he's starting to like have trouble because he said something about swallowing Owen's like you're having trouble swallowing and it's like physically and mentally the way they put it because it's like yeah physically starting to but yeah. like also mentally he is and but yeah, he said like, like tonight's not about stop that working yeah pretty much it's obviously progressing rapidly we've discovered this already i do not envy him yeah so we see judd stay with wyatt in the hospital which that was sweet but that was pretty much all that scene was mm-hmm. and so um then we see this is this oh my god all like the all like andrea and gabriel scenes were literally like oh but he's trying on his suit um, he's like taking forever. And Gabriel's just like, "Are you ready?" And Andrea's like, "I've been ready." <laughs> and listen, Gabriel- if I don't have this when I'm older, I don't want it. Exactly. Their relationship yeah. goals. If I don't have this, I don't want it. Yeah. I agree. And Gabriel's like, "Keep in mind, like I'm gonna have it on different cufflinks on the day." And she's like, <laughs> "We've just come out already." And he, so he shows her, and like, "Oh my god, he looks so good." I mean, like, like yes, we love it, and. Like, he's like, oh, I don't want to outshine the boys. And Andrea's like, I think you'll just be just fine. So then she gets a delivery. But before we even get to that part, she gets a call from Carlos. And you can hear the call. And so, like, <clears throat> Carlos is saying, like, oh, well, I talk- tell Dad I talked to TK. And he can wear the cowboy hat with his tux. And I love how that was a topic of conversation. I'm like, I wanted to see that. <laughs> I really wanted to see that. I think that was mostly, like, Carlos being, like, Dad, do you really have to wear a cowboy hat to my wedding? I mean, it is Texas, and he is a ranger, so it's, it's I mean, literally his. It's, it's literally part of his like daily yeah. 
like attire. Well, and it's funny too because I was down um, the front. I'm my roommate and I are driving down because we're going to a wedding down there, and we're kind of helping kind of with the last few minute last minute details. And we asked like, "What's the dress code there?" And they're like, "Well, depends. Like, we want people to dress up, but it's in Texas, so like, nice jeans are basically your like dress clothes." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, my kind That's of people." So funny, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's so funny because here, like, uh, I went to a wedding a couple years ago, and somebody was wearing jeans and my, we all like a jeans and a t-shirt yeah. and we were all like what the hell right yeah i believe that's frowned upon in a lot of places but yeah. like oh my gosh if i could go to a wedding and just wear jeans and a t-shirt and well, not- dance and be like i don't think that's exactly about my, probably what it is no freaking heels yeah. um your girl here is not a heel person uh, yeah. I know either. <laughs> but like that's yeah, like dark jeans, cowboy boots, cowboy hat, and some sort of like collared shirt is usually kind of the go-to, I guess. And so I was like, I told my roommate, I was like, you better prepare for that and some bolo ties. Cause like, <laughs> she's like, she's a California girl. Like she did not grow up dressing up like that. I was like, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna get some interesting uh, experiences. So I'll take some pictures with some people down there and you guys can see. <laughs> It'll definitely be interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the scene that we're all like avoiding. So, you know, delivery, it's sketchy as is. And the second, like, not even the second delivery was mentioned, but the second he walks towards the door, I might, I got this gut feeling. And like, you know, my heart literally sank. And then he opens the door mm-hmm. and obviously he gets shot. And I'm like, what the hell? And I just, I hate this, but I also love how last week we were like, Gabriel's not going to die. And here we are. What oh the hell? God, I was so oh. mad. And like, I was like, Andrea why do the crazy fans have to be right? Like, yeah. stop speaking so, things into existence. Literally stop speaking Please. things into existence. Ugh. Like, I know I'm this was what's happening by this for point. a while. But even so, like, I still blame <laughs> yeah same (laughs) um i literally was sobbing before he even opened the door because the moment the delivery was mentioned i was like that's sketchy yep i know what's gonna happen because i wasn't sure at first i was like okay is he like gonna collapse is this gonna be a natural thing or is this gonna and then the delivery i was like oh that's the oldest (laughs) one in the book Oh man. And then like for me, I was really sad because I remember sending a picture because Benito had shared a couple of pictures of selfies he'd taken of him in the, in the tux. Um, and I sent one to you guys and I'm like, Oh, he looks great. And I was like, Oh my God. He got I had hoped so much that that meant that he was oh, okay. Me too. <laughs> I was like, I oh, did it. False hope. And then, yeah, last week we were all like, Oh my God, he's going to be fine. He's not going to die. Like, uh, you know, and then I, I, you know, since then, obviously, we've had a lot of like news and like articles come out and Rafa has said that like he was sitting on this couch, like kind of mid season and like trying to figure out like what could happen to Carlos, like that would top like getting kidnapped and abducted and all that. And he's like really only losing somebody in his life is probably going to be the only thing that's really going to impact him more. Well, he and thought then, Gabriel was going to get hurt. He didn't necessarily think yeah. he was going to die. And then like, I guess the next day or something like Tim and reached out to him and was like, hey, we're just giving you a heads up. We like might do this and then he's like are you gonna kill off gabriel or something like that and like tim was like like who told you and he's like well i just kind of guessed you know like and then you know i was like oh my god rafa like, like what the hell baby don't. rafa <laughs> baby why like Raphael i get it this episode and the next one oh my god just oh my god he's amazing this was rafa every time rafa takes a spotlight do 
God, that man takes a spot. The one, it wasn't like, yes, Gabriel getting shot, like, literally made me lose it. It was also, like, Carlos on the phone yelling. Yeah. Obviously, Mom, Andrea no. yelling. Like, what the right, hell? Like, right. I'm literally, I'm, uh, I can't even comprehend like, this. We might have yeah. to have, like, a postmortem, like, you know, in a few weeks, updating how we feel. Yeah. Because I right. honestly can't fathom my words right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm. Can I, hear, I just yeah. petition for them to release an alternate AU of this? Uh, this <laughs> somebody write a fan fiction like on this. Please, like he ends up being okay. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm also mad that we didn't get to see him at the wedding with his cowboy hat. I'm too. so mad about many things, but partially that, like, you made us love this man and then you killed him. I, when I said I wanted TK and Carlos to share a life together, I didn't mean drama. Right. Hey, that was funny. Uh, but accurate. They already have so much freaking drama. Also, um, like, the, the, the whatever you want to call it, this these people need, like, a dead parents club because literally Paul doesn't have a dad. Carlos now doesn't have one. TK's missing his mom. I'm pretty sure Judd's mom died. Like, um, a lot of these people are missing parents. Technically, Owen could join that club, even though his dad died when he literally didn't know him. Right. And in like a few years, um, Bami's kids can join too because they're dad. So, like, yeah, this yeah. is depressing. Okay, um, but yeah, yes. Um, and then we obviously okay. The sad music. This reminds me of another show, um, <sighs> the funeral, and like. Because, like, I remember thinking, oh, my God, maybe he's not, like, dead. Yeah. Maybe he's just hurt. And then we saw, like, Carlos putting on his tie. And I was like, what the hell, Lone Star? And TK yeah. is behind him. But then he, like, he's tying it for him. Carlos and is, like, fighting to my try heart, and stay calm. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, it was just, my heart is hurting. Because, like, we're seeing, like, Andrea, Carlos, TK, the whole 126, like, Literally, when Carlos' single tear falls down his face, I was yeah. like, no. And then, ever, like, after everyone's gathering, Marjan, like, says, like, how, like, man, this is not the gathering I was expecting to meet Carlos's family at. And I was like, oh, right. no. And even Nancy well, being like, no. And, I mean, it was a pretty emotional. I think I lost it, like, before the sad music even started. Oh, but then I, would, when, like, I had long since lost it by this point. When they were at the gravesite and they were doing that whole thing and the I'm assuming that's a, assistant director Bridge or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, speaking. he, it was, I, yeah, I, I yeah whatever yeah so whatever he was saying really got me and then seeing like how like you could tell that carlos was trying to stay strong for his mom and his sisters but he was losing it inside and then the single tear got me and the music and then the 21 gun salute and the playing taps and the folding of the flag and handing it over to andrea i'm like you know what start- you know what <laughs> minuscule detail got me his photo yeah because he's there sporting a huge grin i'm just like <laughs> Especially that's a photo I've seen before, so I was just like, really? Well, and then the one of him and Carlos next to it, and I think there was something like, um, there was like a little written saying or something, and it was like, you know, he's left behind by his children, and his son is continuing on in the public service or something like that. I'm like, ah! Yeah, I didn't read any of that for a reason. But Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, after, obviously, they're all gathering, as you do, and I loved, like, Tommy, like, 
meeting Andrea. It sucks because under like really shitty circumstances. Mm -hmm. But I love like them like having a moment. And I love Tommy saying like, you know, he's watching over her and her family. And Mm -hmm. that was really sweet. And then Carlos is like Carlos and TK are sitting with his sisters and and I was like, like, remember when he would pull out his, uh, pull us out of school and say it was for urgent family mat- matter? And Luis is like, yeah, or he had flash his badge and like take us out for ice cream or the movies or for like a puppet show when we were sick. And TK's like, puppet shows. And like, she's like, well, they weren't actual puppet shows. They were like, with our stuffed animals. And TK's like, why didn't you ever tell me about this? And Carlos says how he doesn't have a memory of that. And Anna says how, like, you were little, like, like, he was very sweet with you. And this is when Ranger Bridges interrupts this whole conversation. And he, to give him, like, Gabriel's, like, Ranger Star. And Bro, I was sobbing. Carlos, oh like, asks him, like, if they found who did this, which they haven't. They have no idea. Yeah. And, okay, this Ranger guy... And, like, people had been saying this the other day. Okay, yeah, he definitely gives me an off vibe. I do not feel comfortable. Right. Uh-huh. I don't like him. No, I, I know I don't either. trust most old men. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that very blatantly. I do not he trust He knows him. more than he's leading on, I think. Right. Oh, he absolutely is. I don't trust him. And something just felt very wrong is it just just he's probably behind some corruption in general and feels wrong but is it behind the murder maybe right i really want them to pick this up next season oh i have a funny feeling this will be the first season or first of the seasons arc Uh i I have a feeling it's gonna be long overarching yeah Thing. I don't think it's going to be a quick thing, but mm-hmm. as long as they don't let it fall to the wayside, because I am invested, right. and when they find the bastard, I'm going to go kill him myself. So, um, right. yeah. So, okay. Now, like the transition from 17 to 18 was so smooth. So now we're on to 18. Mm-hmm. TK wakes up, and Carlos is obviously not in bed. So this is like a parallel to 313, I believe it was. And so Carlos is on the couch, looking through, like looking at his dad's Ranger Star, and TK goes out there and is like hey like why didn't why don't you come back to bed i'll rub your back and i'm like oh my god don't make me cry and tk sits like next to him and carlos says like thanks but like i don't like he he's not gonna be doing much sleeping which understandably so and tk like tells him like you should really try though and carlos is like saying like how like, can I sleep with the person out is still out there breathing fresh air? And then Carlos looks at TK and is like, I'm sorry. And TK is like, you have nothing to be sorry about. And Carlos is like, no, I think I do. He's like, Tyler, I don't. And TK looks at him and he knows. And he's like, we're not going to use the word canceled, okay? I'm just going, I'm just postponed. And Carl, like, we're going to say postponed. And Carlos is like, you know, um, it's not what I want. And Tiki's like, of course, I know that. Like, Carlos is like, it's just, I can't, I don't, I don't see how I can get through a wedding right now. And Tiki's like, I understand. I'm not going anywhere. And Carlos' voice breaking is like, like, you better not. And the way they put their heads together, my heart literally sank. Ooh, yeah, that was tough. This yeah. entire thing just destroyed me right off the bat. Right. And too, I'm glad they aired this together. I cannot oh, me too. had a week. Yeah, thank God. No, I know. No miracles. Yeah, especially since it like, based, 
like they aired so well together. There was no other way to have done it. Right, not exactly. not successfully, not as beautifully. But um, I can we just talk about how far our boys have come right. and how secure they Amen. are in each other? And they're they're really they're this is the couple in it for the long haul. It doesn't matter when the marriage happens, it just matters yeah. that they're getting married. Yeah. And obviously it's hard to move forward without one of the key players in someone's life. So mm. yeah. yeah. And okay. And yeah, unfortunately, no this is a situation where Carlos has never really experienced major loss like this. No, not like especially this. Especially yeah. so, so tragically like this. Like, I'm sure he's lost grandparents to maybe an old age or cancer or something like that. But to have it tragically taken away like the, it was with Gabriel, like, just being shot in cold blood. Like, that's... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. well, it's definitely no when it's your parents, too. Like, right. I've lost... Brilliant. I've lost, like... um my grandma and like yeah it was hard mm-hmm. i've also lost pets and those have been like uh, so much worse than yeah. like any human i've lost mm-hmm. in my life so like it's even rough. even with as troubled a relationship i've had with my parents whether i get on with them now or not when it happens it's going to be hard oh yeah whether i no matter what my relationship with them is like at that point it's going to be hard um, and I remember my first taste of a major loss was a parental figure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that shit. Yeah. It's I don't wish different. it on anybody. No, yeah, no, never. You know, I lost my mom like almost nine years ago and my dad died almost two years ago. So yeah, it's definitely raw. And especially all the losing the dad storyline. Holy crap. Like <sighs> Gabriel and his goatee and the way he kept his beard and his hair and the shirts he wore like to a T reminded me of my dad. So I think that's why I got really choked up when we were talking about it and right. watching it. Cause like, yeah. I'm like also seeing that happen again. And I'm like, Oh shoot. Like, damn it. <laughs> that was you know, it was hard for everyone, but I'm sure, like, with yeah. you, it's right. even harder for someone who's lost a parent. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, and I, I just, I feel so bad, but I totally get everything Carlos went through, like, in through this episode, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, they, even with everything we're going to see, even with conflicting whether it was right or wrong, I think they do a good job of expressing how greed can utterly warp everything. Right, and how it's different for everyone, because like obviously mm-hmm. what TK went through with losing Gwen is a lot different than like what Carlos is going through. Obviously, the circumstances were different, but even mm-hmm. so, like they've both of them were through. sudden deaths. Yeah, right. No, no way of predicting. Right. right. Exactly. Um, yeah, and then this makes it all just even more terrible that the fact that they were literally just about to get married as it's happening. Mm-hmm. So TK has to scramble to figure out things about that because you know he's at the station and owen's like son you do know tax season was last month and tk's like oh no like you know what's more complicated than planning wedding i'm planning one and owen says how like oh carlos called it off and he's like postponed indefinitely and owen's like oh i'm sorry like and tk's like stressing out about it and he, he has to call like all these people to tell him it's postponed he has to call the vendors he has to try to get their money back getting deposits back on shit like this oh, is yeah. almost impossible yeah right. it's a nightmare and there's yeah. a reason it's deposits yeah. yeah and like owen so owen's like oh well i'll take care of all of this like don't worry yeah. about it like this is what a best man's for and like yeah like that was like that was great like because like yeah. you know Car- 
TK kind of like has a job right now where he has to be there for Carlos. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, obviously he's grieving too because like this is, you know, his father in law. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a lot, like, there's a lot that they both have to deal with that. And there's also more than just grief for the person that died, there's also grief for life that could have been for. In a way, the innocence that gets lost with someone's death. Right. Um, no matter yeah. how dated you are. It, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of grief going on on all sides now. No matter how yeah. well you may or, or may not have known Gabriel. It's horrible. Right. Yeah. Then um, Carlos's mom calls him to come over because she can't find, like, the life insurance paperwork that they need. So, like, they're looking in his office that he has at their house. And it's lay on top of the desk and she's like oh man like i'm so sorry for making you like come over and carlos is like just like don't like it's fine like don't apologize so carlos is putting like other stuff back and he finds like a false drawer in the thing and false bottom in the desk drawer yeah Yeah. Uh, my mystery loving self adored this little tip yes i was like i was like but like yeah it was like oh my god what's happening but i was also like oh shit because like you know he finds like you know these files a vhs tape and like he has a burner phone and andrea's like she didn't know anything about this and carlos is just like like she's like wondering why he had this and carlos Mm -hmm. is like well i think dad had secrets and like andrea also finds out through all this that like they're postponing the wedding because she's talking about how she's like she called a flooring company to get some of the floorboard boards replaced since obviously there was blood on it Mm -hmm. and just with the wedding coming up and this is when carlos is like oh we're telling everyone today they were postponing right and stuff like he just can't go through it like right now like it doesn't feel right to do it right now right and like it's hard but like i don't know i had like i don't know what my even my thoughts were about like this coming about i'm like oh god what's happening like kind of thing i don't know my my like grief adult brain mainly just focused on the vhs tape because i'm like oh i haven't seen one of those in a while I know yeah. I haven't seen I'm one in forever. Okay, there's like it. those young fans that literally gonna be like, "What is that?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, like kid." Yes. So let me say, those are the things that you has to used to have to rewind before you took back to the place that you rented those from because there were places that you went to, the, you know, get the movies because we didn't get them for like nine months after a movie came out of the theaters. Oh my god. You remember when you would watch a VHS and like it would show like coming to the theater soon. Yes. Oh my god. I yes. miss that. Yeah. I think I, I still do. own a bunch of VHSs, actually. I don't I know think... if I have a... I think I I actually think I saw the VHS player. Like a DVD and VH... VHS player. Oh god, I hope that thing works. That's gonna be so hard to replace. I don't have one anymore, unfortunately, and it kind of sucks because years ago my mom went to put like all like our videos because all our videos were on either little cassette tapes, mm-hmm. um, or like my first birthday video is literally on a VHS, and my mom was like, "I have to, I want to get." She wants to get it like put on a DVD, basically, mm-hmm. and yeah. she's like, "I have to find somewhere where I can do this." And this was like years ago <laughs> that she was trying to do this. Yeah, it's so, not easy. So I'll tell you what, um, we stored a bunch of DHSs from when I was little. Like I grew up on like Winnie the Pooh, Sesame Street, Veggie Tales, 
that's what I grew up on, and all of that was on VHS. We got it from the yeah. library, or we owned it. Right. Um, we stored a bunch in a shed. All of them got destroyed. Oh, no. So literally, oh, no. childhood memories of stuff I grew up on VHSs. I don't remember what they were, and it's what? the worst thing. It is. And I remember when I was younger and my mom would like get me like one of the Disney ones that were in that big plastic case. I remember and, like those. it had the like like oh the gosh. certain cover on it and you're like you had to get it because like you know it's gonna be worth something someday. Yeah. No. no. Sorry. It, it really anything. isn't like yeah. I, it's like, all they the just re released um yeah, yeah. They did. Like, and then oh. do you remember when this is totally off topic, but do you remember when they used to go into the, the vault? Like a movie would like stop being sold for like ten yes. years and then like it's going in the vault. Like the Disney vault. When Disney oh Plus comes out, it's going to be on there, basically. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, especially the old ones. The nostalgia. It I think really we keep is. taking like mental breaks simply to process what we're talking about. I love the fact that we're ha- sitting here having yeah. a conversation about VHS tapes. VHS tapes, yeah. No, it really? is. And I, I was trying to read the words on the VHS tape because I was trying to figure out what they meant. It just like, like jumbled me. Yeah, like really SG. Anything. Like I remember catching SG and I was like, okay, so and then, you know, obviously he. I think yeah, it was like. So. Sh- the jigs or something like that no, like it was sg it and a bunch-, bunch of numbers yeah well that's yeah. what i mean it was it wasn't like because obviously with what's on the tape which we'll get to later um mm-hmm. it wasn't like it wasn't something where you wanted to label it basically right so obviously yeah. it was in code right but yeah so judd apparently brings wyatt home and like this is going to be a lot and we see that and i don't know I'm just gonna pop in and say that taking care of someone because of guilt is never the right motivation. Exactly. But because of a sense of obligation. And giving up your life is even worse. Um, and also it's like I love Grace supporting him in it, but they also have a very little child. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. change can be hard for little kids. And right. so having a bunch suddenly moved in, I'm just like, uh, this is not gonna be like how sustainable is this idea? Right. Yeah. I feel like he was going to do it either way. So, like, she kind of had to get on board. So, I understand that. And obviously, she's going to support him if she can, but. Right. Mm. Yeah. I had to make the decision to put my dad in a skilled nursing facility after his um, second surgery. Um, It wasn't easy. And I understand why they didn't want to do it. And I, I, like I said, like, I don't have a problem with what they did. I just feel like they were doing it for the wrong reasons, like Grace said. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Yeah. Yeah. But then we see TK come home and Carlos is like messing with the TV input. He's trying to get the VCR in there and stuff. And And TK's like, where'd you get that? (laughs) I know. TK's like, what is that? Where'd you get it? And I'm like, TK, boy, wake up. Have you not seen one before? Like, I know you Oh my God. TK, are you an iPad kid? No. <laughs> being that he's little, I know you're like, kidding, but like being that he's you know right. older than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm like, Carlos, like Carlos is lucky that that VCR even worked. Because like the last time I tried to put a, D- a VHS into a VHS player, like years later, it like ate the thing. Even mm-hmm. the ones I have trans transport trans whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Um like moved over to dvd even those like they have breaks in them mm-hmm. like they like mess up yeah. and so um but yeah like then tk sees all this stuff like all these files all this like the vhs obviously 
like all this stuff and carlos is like yeah my dad had a false bottom drawer and and tk's just like well one of these papers is confidential and carlos is just like yeah and he has a just burner. casually yeah <laughs> yeah whatever and he has his burner it's passport password protected and then we see this vh the vhs which i had been wondering what the heck was on this for you okay. know a bit and I was like, what the heck can be on this thing? And so if we see it, and it's a video from of Gabriel from October 29th, 2003. So it's like a 20-year-old video that's just been sitting mm-hmm. in a drawer. This video is literally a year older than me. Mm-hmm. A year younger than you? Yeah, a year younger. I was just going to say. I know I was, how old I you are. That. That's why I said that. <laughs> yeah. A year younger than me. And I'm like, oh. Also because I know that's how, how old TJ is. So I was like... Mm-hmm. I knew that's fair. Carlos, so yeah, like Carlos is like, oh yeah, my dad looks so young. And Gabriel says, like, how like this is Sergeant Gabriel Reyes. And if you're watching this, that means something has happened to me. And I'm like, oh God. And he he has uncovered like a network of corruption, APD, the state troopers, and his own organization, Te- Texas Rangers. These organizations have been compromised by cartels and he like has names and files and until he can determine like the safest like you know, the safest thing for him and his family like he like he doesn't know who he can trust so he's gonna like you know like con- contact federal agents DAA FBI and proceed with a plan of action and you know then we see young baby carlos practically and he's just like papa papa where are you and gabriel is like i'm over here mijo and none like carlos is like he's asking what he's doing out of bed and carlos says like there was a monster like in my dreams and this is so sweet because you're hearing Mm -hmm. gabriel talk to him and hearing him Mm -hmm. like say like like because it's like He's afraid of being taken away from like from them and Gabriel's saying like oh like nothing could ever take you take you away from me like and if and like I would always find you and that was like literally episode four of the season yeah yep that's what I thought <laughs> yeah and my heart I was like Poor Carlos I, mean, I love like, we got little Carlos because that's something I've wanted for a long time yeah. and I'm like Please give us more. This little boy was right. so freaking cute, and it was literally a spitting image of Carlos. Yeah, please. And I, I am baby. And I love. I need a several episode long Carlos begins oh, yeah. because I also want a Gabriel begins in there. Right. So please twist those in there. I yeah. will entire time but i will we can dream we can dream yes money. and i i love that and i also love so the little boy they got like to play baby carlos was like spot on like kid looks oh, just yeah. like rafa and i love like because you know in the last episode of the end you know the girls were talking about the puppet shows they used to do with dad doing the funny voices with their toys mm-hmm. and then like at the end like you know gabriel's telling like uh, carlos that ta- about the his mr koala or whatever is gonna you know oh protect God, him so and then he uses like this like really like australian accent and i was like oh my god and like to have like for carlos to have that now um it's like as a memory i'm like oh my god he needs and the that. tears running down carlos face yeah. i was like oh well, feel bad because like- tk standing there like i don't know what i'm supposed to do here <laughs> i can yeah. like feel the pain of just him being like i want more time like that's that's the feeling i was getting off of this oh yeah 100 want more time i want these memories and it breaks my freaking heart but this was 
this was precious. And I uh, also, once again, renew my application to please have Gabriel as my dad. Please. <laughs> yeah. So then we we kind of get like a little more clarification on the scene with Owen's brother, um, and like the favor he asks him, like helping him die. This is like two weeks earlier, and then we get like the end part of the scene where basically, like, basically he's like saying, Owen's like, well, I can't do that. Like, I. I like, you know, I'm in the business of saving people. Like, I can't do that. And Robert's like, well, I'm not asking you to do that. I'm just asking you to be there with me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't oh, know. Okay. I still don't know. Ooh, I was to... relieved. I was yeah. relieved, but I was also like, I still don't know what to make with this, especially how like the episode ended, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. later and stuff. But yeah, it was definitely a relief because I was really like, are they really going to go here? Mm-hmm. I was, I was worried. And then obviously like, present day the next morning owen wakes up to see yvonne making robert breakfast and like stuff and like owen's like asking oh like what are your plans since like the wedding's not happening and then she like asks him like oh can you do me a favor and owen's like yeah sure and she's like oh when i go back to california can you make sure you make my dad breakfast and she's like you have to measure it to a tea which was so funny mm-hmm. it was so sweet and mm-hmm. uh, yeah we love it and she <laughs> definitely was quite the little nurse there and i was like mm-hmm. oh sweetie i know and then we see carlos is going full-on detective looking for whatever is out there for his father and tk's like have you been up all night and carlos is like well i have i like he cracked the code on gabriel's burner and carlos Carlos glasses back. We love to see it. And he mm-hmm. asks like what what he's listening to. And Carlos says how like he thinks that's the guy that killed his dad. And Carlos thinks this guy murdered. Like he thinks this is the guy and all these things. And like you know like the like in the video like because TK is like did you share this with the Rangers and and TK or Carlos is like you heard my dad in the video and tk is like yeah but that was a 20 year old video that has been in, sitting in the door for the last 20 years mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. last yeah but like the carlos <laughs> is like yeah but the burner messages are like recent like that's mm-hmm. a recent thing and like the last one he got was like like two days before gabriel died and yeah. carlos like feels like he has to do this on his own and TK's like um like you haven't really slept much at all and carlos is like i'm fine like 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 he feels like he has to take this on which i'm like no baby and carlos is like like you know because he like he feels like he can't trust anyone and carlos is like i know you're right i'm not fine i'm angry because i feel like if any other ranger was gunned down at his doorway an arrest would have had already been made which is true it's true well I, I think he was yeah directing that at the color of his dad's skin well yeah too. that was pretty obvious and he has not, yeah. he's not it's necessarily just, wrong he's not wrong this is historically a fact right yeah yeah that was pretty obvious and tk's like i know and tk asks like what he's gonna do and carlos says he doesn't like he doesn't know he can trust but himself and then like tk brings up a good point and stuff he's like well why don't you talk to detective washington like and carlos like she's not a homicide detective and tk's like well neither are you but like she probably knows somebody and carlos is like yeah you're you're 
you're probably right like and stuff and like that's not a bad idea and tk's like so you'll talk to her and carlos is get like yeah but not on the phone and tk like offers to go with him um but carlos is like oh, you're right i really do need sleep and i was like i know you're i know you carlos that's not where you're going mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like that's not and so yeah and i was hopeful for a little bit and then i was like no <laughs> I know him. I knew what he was about to do. I was like, I don't like this. I was like, either you're about to take a turn for the better or things are about to blow up. Yeah. And, and I think I know what I have my money on. Yeah. And Judd. So then we see Judd trying to help Wyatt and I get it. But I'm also yeah. like, Wyatt is clearly lashing out because he just needs his space. And it's just hard because this is his dad. And like, it's it's not what you want. And like, it's it's hard because he's like clearly struggling for a lot of different reasons but that's really all i'm gonna say about that i think i i I love judd please do not get me wrong but i don't think he is the best caregiver uh material no i don't think so either yeah well it's one thing if you're taking care of your parent that has like dementia or mm-hmm. whatever it may be but when you're taking care of your kid that is probably going to be paralyzed has just gotten released from the hospital when he really should have went to like you know to a facility even if it was mm-hmm. for till he got off his mm-hmm. feet like that was the plan like for three mm-hmm. months he would you know develop these skills and then yeah. he would be able to go home yeah. yeah yeah so then we see tk talking to owen obviously he's concerned and like he's worried about carlos and so tk kind of tells him about like the situation how they might have the problem on their hands and he tells like him about the whole situation and like how he didn't tell the rangers because he thinks they might be in on it and like tk is just not convinced and mm-hmm. You know, Gabriel was, like, keeping all this, like, close to his chest. And Owen's, like, you don't think Carlos would take matters into his own hands? And TK, like, says how he doesn't know. And Owen's, like, there must be somebody you trust. And TK said how he suggested Detective Washington because they worked three cases together. He called her like tk called her to check and see but like she hasn't heard from carlos like carlos didn't reach out and tk like doesn't want to get carlos in trouble like and stuff by like you know obviously saying something Mm -hmm. like he's really afraid that he might like do something and like you know he might hurt himself or somebody else and like owen's like well i think i know who we can trust and this is when owen is talking to o'brien and i'm like okay here we are um we, we love it and owen is like telling him well he's asking about this cartel guy that carlos is most likely going after and mm-hmm. owen and then owen's like owen i'm sorry but you are a dumbass actually i'm not even sorry because it's just true you're a dumbass sometimes he thinks that you can just get this guy's address and he's just gonna let him go like that's not how it works Uh, honey um sorry (laughs) that's not how it works so owen has to like tell him that basically his future son-in-law may be like you know he may he thinks this guy could be involved in his father's murder so and i loved like owen like o'brien be like yeah you can't do that and owen being like well you did that when your nephew was missing right and also did love that he was technically right and yeah. o'brien tried to refute him and then realized he couldn't i know right. yeah. i was like like that is a literal touche moment yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah 
and obviously Carlos is going after this guy as uh we we knew this was coming and so like at first she's like talking about the guy's car but then he pulls a gun at him and I'm like oh okay this Honey, is, where this we're is going. not procedure <laughs> yeah which I get his head's all over the place and I get it but yeah. like I was like damn this is where we're going okay and then yeah. saying like we're gonna like go over here and Carlos is like saying like you're the one that murdered my dad and like this is bad and I'm like I was watching this for the first time I'm like damn Carlos is going dark yeah, yeah. I was really worried because I'm thinking like my head is going like six late six scenes later of like if Carlos really does kill this guy like he's, he's going to be able to get out of that <laughs> yeah I I didn't let myself go there like, because my- I was like that's not realistic like they're obviously they're they would be dumb for that to happen mm-hmm. so yeah. i knew this is not that we got promised carlos husbands and that could not happen really in prison exactly. no. yeah, but also this this is not that kind of show this is not chicago pd okay that, that was our <laughs> show this definitely happened on that show i know it for a hundred percent so the fact that like i was like yeah this is not happening and so then owen gets to him and they're like yelling carlos and my god owen's raising his voice to carlos wow it was so good it was so needed no crumbs left like seriously and so like owen's like well this isn't you and then like they called the other ranger and carlos is like you called him and so then this when carlos finds out that basically his father helped weed out bad officers from three agencies 15 years ago this guy like that carlos is going after like he he helped um gabriel take these people down down Ooh. and he is da now and yes. so carlos so is he's like, an undercover right now right yeah, yeah so he's undercover which hence all this stuff and then like they get him to carlos to pull his guns gun down and it's like damn like that was that was a lot and they they still don't know who did it so it's like mm-hmm. yeah that's great I have suspicions. Me too. I I'm I'm also very confused about a few things. Okay, if if Gabriel took these people down 15 years ago, why did he? I get you could still have things hanging around, but I'm like, why did you still have this? That because right. uh, like, wouldn't you want that to be destroyed? I don't know. Well, I'm just thinking things. But this guy, it was also said, and I don't. It was that I think the arranger that came told them. Or no, the guy that Carlos had pulled the gun on said he left Gabriel coded messages. That's, no. the, that's the calls that were on the phone, which means mm-hmm. Gabriel got those messages or maybe he hadn't gotten them yet. Ugh, my I heart. just think some of this scene was very convenient. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that ranger. Like, I, I mm-hmm. have this really bad feeling that he... I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily think that he murdered Gabriel, but I also don't think that he wasn't involved at all. At all because he did not pull the trigger. He didn't pull the I trigger. I think he's involved. I agree with that. Like, I don't... I'm not saying he pulled the trigger. I don't think that at all. But I'm also, like... Guys like him never do their own dirty work. No, right? he definitely, like, had somebody. Definitely. I don't know. I just... There is a lot more, obviously, that we'll get into next season. But, like, I'm, like, damn. Like, what the heck? So then we get the Owen Carlos scene, which I loved. Um, So Carlos... Carlos, like, wonders, like, how he could have been so wrong. And, like, Owen's telling, like, Carlos how he can't let this eat at him and carlos is like well like how can i forget and no one's like you don't like 
you just have to be able to like move forward and they then like they were toasting to Gabriel and I loved Carlos basically like what he was saying was like I'll always love you papa and I was like oh te quiero siempre papa yeah that was so sweet and I was my heart and it was like so nice to and wasn't wasn't that the bottle of liquor that Gabriel gave Owen a few episodes back maybe it probably was. Not, it looked like it. I'd have to go back because I honestly didn't like remember that. The parrot, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that certainly I didn't not realize it. I was paying attention to it was yeah, and it was like nice to get like an Owen Carlos scene. It was a really good scene. Yeah. yeah, it was a excellent. It was an excellent scene. I do love to see this body. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So. Then we get back to our Carlos. Carlos goes Ooh. home and we see Lou too, which I know people are like, yeah, but they mention it. I'm like, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean stuff. Cause like I had been wondering, like, oh, are we ever going to see him again? And even one of my friends said that the other day, she was like, well, I didn't know if they ever found him. I'm like, I know they mentioned it one episode, but I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. And Carlos, so yeah, Carlos comes home and he's like, at, he asked TK if like he talked to his dad and TK's like, do you mean did you rat me out and he's like or did he call me after you left this place and carlos says you didn't rat me out you kept me from making the biggest mistake of my life you Mm. saved me today tk and tk said (laughs) you saved me first carlos and carlos said now i need you to help me keep help me keep from making the second biggest mistake of my life and tk kind of look is looking at carlos and but then carlos gets down to one knee and says tyler kennedy strand if you if you're not doing anything this saturday will you will you marry me and i was like we're letting a proposal bro i was basically screaming same and tk is like Carlos like are you sure and Carlos is like this is the only thing I'm sure of right now and 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 TK says like obviously he says yes and he's like I'll marry the hell out of you which I love we love it and then we finally made me truly smile all episode and then we finally get to the wedding Mm -hmm. um a hundred years later (laughs) feels like oh my gosh an Um, eternity later (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally i was like come on i want yeah um so yeah we're finally at the wedding and i loved andrea and owen walking mm-hmm. down the aisle together it like that thinking about it so now cute. it kind of it hurts because they both like lost obviously somebody so it's mm-hmm. like oh but like it's sweet to see them like doing this right and of course um we saw like that Iris is Carlos's woman of honor, as I like mm-hmm. to say. And then obviously um Owen's TK's best man. And I love how like we saw one of Carlos's nephews is like basically the flower boy. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I loved how um TK and Carlos are walking to each other mm-hmm. and like then they walk down the aisle together and I'm like, looks oh, so good. Looking so good. Like our boys look good. Yes, they do. See Paul is an officiant. Thank you for your service, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Paul. Thank you. <laughs> um, and okay, so then he's like doing God's work, as I like to say. And it only took us four seasons to learn Carlos's middle name because it's like Come Carlos on. Tomas Reyes. And I'm like, why is this so perfect? Yeah. 
Like, like of it's course, the it's the best. And I loved, like, I loved Paul's opener because he's like, friends, family, we gather here. We gather today on the state to celebrate the union of Carlo, Carlos Tomas Reyes and Tyler Kennedy Strand in marriage. They choose to make their commitment not only to each other, but to the world. And TK Carlos, surrounded by a sea of love, your family and your friends wish you joy. May you laugh together often. May you surprise each other daily. And most importantly, may you stay out of the ICU for at least a year. Thank you, Yes. Like, oh, you did it. Yeah. And then we get to their vows. And uh my I uh this was literally like a dream come true. So like TK's yeah. vows. I loved his vows because it was like Carlos, when I first met you, you looked at me as if you knew something about about me that I didn't know about myself. Saw me for the man I hadn't yet become, and you lit lit the path for me to get there i spent so long feeling like i didn't serve happiness or even a future like maybe i was too broken but you changed that and whenever i i see you and whenever i'm with you i feel whole and i vow carlos reyes to take care and nurture your heart for the rest of my life as if it's my very own oh and then i I loved what I learned that Ronan like actually wrote out the vows because like I guess in the script it said that TK was reading from a piece of paper. So then Ronan that morning wrote out the vows on his own like little notepad from his hotel room. Yeah, I wrote that so down then, later. Yeah, and then he yeah oh my god that was so good. Yeah. Ooh. Then we get to Carlos's and TK looks at him like you memorized them didn't you? And Carlos's <laughs> face. Oh. He was like, that is such a Carlos thing to do. Mm-hmm. He memorized his vows. I was like, of course he did. Of course. We love him for it, too. And I loved his because he was like, Tyler Kennedy Strand, you're the dream I would not allow myself to have. I have lived my life in in so much fear, closed off, shut down in ways I didn't realize. You are the key that unlocked me. The fact that I'm standing here with you today before God, my family, and everyone is is nothing short of a miracle. You're a miracle, TK Strand, my miracle, and the greatest adventure. And then his voice starts breaking of my life. And no matter where the journey takes us, I vow to be by your side. I vow to be the caretaker of your wild heart. And TK's just like, we both ended our our vows in heart. And Paul's just like, yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my heart. And then, of course, they get to exchanging the rings. And, like, so so Owen gives it to him. And TK says, like, oh, he loves him as his soul. And I'm like, oh. And then, like, we see, okay, I was not expecting this, but we see Gwen behind the tree. I was not either. I literally, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, if they had Gabriel on the other side, I would have lost it. Yeah, I was like, I'm kind of. I was glad. expecting it. I was expecting it, but I was kind of glad they didn't because I would literally lose it. I was like, oh my god, if Gabriel's there, we're gonna lose it. And so yeah, and like Gwen's like, oh, it's all gonna be okay. TK is gonna be okay. We saved his life, Owen, and now he gets to have one. And then I loved this was comedic because Iris losing the rings for a second was funny, but she finds them obviously. And then I love Paul being like. 
saying like the power vested in me by the internet <laughs> <laughs> you married you may kiss your husband and uh love it Carlos uh, is married I know like getting this it felt like a dream like I was like and even like Every day, like, since this aired, since I watched this, I was like, I can't believe this happened. Like, I'm like, cry, scream, poop. That's how I feel. Like, I had so much, I don't know, excitement just talking about this. Like, just so much. And there's just, I feel like every day more more pictures behind the scenes. If you guys don't, why am I blanking right now? Obviously, it's my brain. Andrea, sorry, guys. I'm blanking right now. Roxana Brusso. Yes. If you don't follow her, you need to follow her because she yes. has been posting the best behind yeah. the scenes. Mm-hmm. The best. She has a picture with everybody. Yeah. Bro, we love her for it. I love yes. her so much. She's even like reposting like videos people are making for like Gabriel on like edits. And she's like, oh my God, this is so true. And I'm like, oh. I love you. Yeah. And she um, yeah, and, and she's like, yeah, Benito is one of her favorite, like favorite on-screen husbands. She said, say. Yeah, she said he's my favorite husband. And I was like, Yes. Okay. He, as he should be. <laughs> I love it. Um, exactly. Yeah. And we get to see wedding dance, like Carlos dancing at the wedding, which I already have ideas in my head. But yeah. um I love the people that have been doing the pilot and then now like the parallels. Yeah, I haven't together. seen very many of those. Actually, I don't think I've seen any of those. And like, also the uh, the fact I have to mention how uh, TK was wearing a kippah. Yeah, I'm so happy with that. That was in the delete. Well, he almost forgot it in the delete scene, so I didn't put that right. in until now or then. Obviously, like everyone's thinking something at the wedding because Judd's thinking about Wyatt at his wedding yeah. like oh he won't be able to dance he's like I feel like he's giving up like throwing in the towel and then Grace is like why don't you just dance with your wife which I love and then yeah. I loved Tommy and Trevor dancing and then like uh he, Trevor's asking her like oh would you ever get married and Tommy's like well six months ago I probably would have said no and she's like she's like well not and he's like well what about now and she's like well she said something about like just be happy they're not throwing a bouquet basically and i was like that's pretty funny and then like i loved like the cake topper it was perfect mm-hmm. like i loved the, i liked the little details of everything mm-hmm. and stuff and then i loved carlos sitting with his mom and she's like shouldn't you be dancing with your friends and carlos is like i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be and like, he asks her how she's holding up, and she's like, oh, I'm good. And she's like, what about you? And Carlos says how that was, like, the best night of his life. And, like, that makes her so happy, you can tell. Yeah. And then we see Tommy singing at the wedding because TK wanted her to sing a song. I love how she, like, blatantly called him out. Like, a certain paramedic, yeah. TK. <laughs> right. And stuff. And, like, she's like... She's like, Carlos, like, this This is from your husband. It was, like, Gwen's favorite song, apparently. And that is what was for, like, the end montage where we see, like, Owen bring, like, Robert's family, like, to the airport. We see a little tidbit of the honeymoon, which I'm at least glad they showed that, which that makes Mm -hmm. sense why a honeymoon pool was mentioned. We were all like, what the heck? 
Goodness. Right. Uh, yeah, and also why Rafa posted that video of why does Carlos need a tan? Also, like, I don't buy that was because of honeymoon because honestly, I we were like, oh, he looks like he's getting spray tan. And I mean, I thought that at first, but then I was like, honestly, it was more so like definition wise because they, they oh yeah it's do the stuff like that makeup def- yeah for to that's more like what it was. I don't think it was actually a spray no. tan. Yeah, it was like to define his muscles, which I mean, yeah, we don't we're here. <laughs> no complaints here <laughs> and i was like uh and like we see also through the montage we see like judd taking care of the kids judd and grace obviously the sad part which is owen's brother dying and which ends our episode our season more like with the 911 call of him having a call and that's how we end which i'm like i don't know what to think of that but like also, like Tommy sing- singing, I was like, okay, what can't Gina do? I feel like she can do everything. Through that. Also, how can like most of this casting? <laughs> it's mind blowing. And honestly, I don't even feel like the episode is over with all the deleted scenes we got. Uh, yeah, I've been really happy with the deleted scenes. I know it was funny because EJ and I were texting last night and I was like, oh yeah, they deleted the scene. And EJ's like, wait, what? When? Where? And I sent it. I literally saved all the videos. So I sent it to her literally right away. And like, oh my God. Like the second you said, wait, when? Where? I was like, I was, it was already sending to you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was funny. Um, which I, I was so hopeful about because Tim had said, yeah. like, when he wrapped everything, he had set aside scenes that he had to cut from the episode. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I left them for them to release. And thank they've never done this for not with 9-1, not with right. Star. So I think this was really special that they did this for the wedding, that they were able to release these. And so far, they've released, um like, the three scenes. I think these are all the scenes that were cut, to my knowledge. Nah. well didn't tim say in a post he made somewhere that he had like the sh- the final episode was like almost two hours long and so they had to cut out a lot he said and... 18 was 30 minutes over oh wow okay so yeah i mean they could have just made it extra long yeah. i'm not complaining what's, here. After- what's airing after that the news right <laughs> i know where you can get your news the internet <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah so we got our scenes so we got the cake cutting one which was super we um i just love carlos being like don't shove it in my face and yeah. and stuff and tk's like i won't and then carlos shoves it in tk's face <laughs> right and then um and he's like i want a divorce and then like um i loved some people took this wrong way but i'm like if you don't think this is funny you don't have a sense of humor because iris made a comment in the back like annulment's cheaper (laughs) (laughs) like if you really get butthurt over that you have no sense of humor and i don't have any problem calling that out and then we saw like paul nancy mateo at like the punch bowl like and stuff and they were talking about like what they were gonna make like what Carlos is going to make the names was so it going to be Strand Reyes or Reyes Strand Martian was very like up there for like Strand Reyes but Mateo's like no it has to be like Reyes Reyes Strand and like then TK's like oh are you guys having fun and Marjan's like can you settle a debate for us and like so like they're talking and like TK's like yeah we don't think we're going to change your names for a while and like this is funny because it's been like a debate in the fandom for probably right. the last year maybe year and a mm-hmm. half everyone's been debating 
like what their names would be and people are like oh i'm kind of sad like i wanted their name like their name tags like to be hyphened and i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't think it's just not gonna happen right now it doesn't mean it'll never happen right and i love how like marjan's boyfriend was like oh that's very modern (laughs) i know i love him like i already i love paul's girlfriend and i love or like him not even just because he's natasha's boyfriend in real life like i just Mm -hmm. i really like those storylines like finally paul got got himself like a nice girlfriend like thank god like that's really nice and yeah that was just really funny and then the final scene we got i really liked because it was we got like a scene with like owen and tk before like it was before the wedding and also like andrea and carlos because like owen like owen and tk are talking and like owen's like i don't think i could keep your mother away not even like from the grave from today and like tk almost forgot his kippa (laughs) just funny and owen's Mm -hmm. like i got it and owen's like your mother would kill me if i forgot this and then i love carlos talking to his mom because it did like tie up a few things and stuff because carlos is like wondering if like they're doing the right thing and she's like you can always like switch the tie and he's like you know that's not what i'm talking about and andrea says to him how like the day carlos asked um gabriel to be his best man he was the happiest she's ever seen him so yes you're damn right we're doing the right thing and like they both thank their parents which was super sweet and like i know a lot of people are like why did they have to cut this and i mean they have to do things sometimes it's not Mm -hmm. and honestly people are like oh but they could there is nothing like i've thought about it extensively there is nothing they could have cut from this episode honestly i mean they'll still take cutting wyatt's scenes and putting them in a different uh, episode but like that's a completely different thing realistically the way they did it they could not have done that and everything we got was just too important hey we got to see them in a way, this yeah. was like bonus features. Right. Maybe we can get sometimes. I mean, they could have moved, like, instead of having that couple of episodes ago, that Kendra storyline, they could have made Wyatt's thing then. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, there's going to be things we, like, disagree about, but, like, there was literally, like, these episodes flowed, like, beautifully. They were literally, like, there was nothing left out. And, like, everyone, it was funny when everyone watched Diamond One. <laughs> They were so disappointed and I hadn't seen it when like I watched Lone Stars so like I didn't know I just knew what my friends told me mm-hmm. but when I watched when everyone watched Lone Star like there were fans that don't watch Lone Star like I might start watching because apparently this is a lot better <laughs> oh god wow yeah it was yeah that was something but I I I don't like I have nothing bad to say about this episode even the scenes I'm like hmm this could have been placed elsewhere i'm like eh, whatever it's just something that like when i watch it i skip over like honestly i could literally tell you what happened in like judd white scenes without even having to take note of anything because i'm like that was easy mm-hmm. and i watched these deleted scenes so much that i didn't even have to uh watch them again <laughs> yeah but i i loved it the top tier of course i'm sad i'm going to be sad but i'm not happy i know i'm going to miss gabriel like i feel so oh. touched him and i 
forget where it was. It might have been on a TikTok I posted. Somebody was like, I feel like we lost a member of our family. And I'm like, we did. We totally we did. did. Like, April I've, was so amazing. Like, yeah. I have lost, like, in shows I've lost, we've lost so many characters recently. And, like, even this past year, so many characters and shows I watch have died. And I have, like, there was one a couple of weeks ago where I was literally bawling and i was bawling from this one too but i was just like uh it's 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 just because i've got so attached to gabriel and i really really like benito and it was just sad because my one thing with benito with um gabriel is i'm like okay next season when owen does something who's gonna call him out on his shit like we're not gonna get that and i kind of am like what the heck so owen don't do anything (laughs) seriously Gabriel be rolling over in his grave i'm really hoping like in the future they like obviously i don't want them dwelling on him for ages or whatever but like i want to be mentioned i want like see some of the aftermath and obviously we're gonna get this we're gonna get a storyline around his actual murder I like his memory. I want his memory to be brought up. I want Andrea included a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I love that woman. I know. Like (laughs) me too. I've seen so many tweets that are like, Andrea, get behind me when we're going in season (laughs) five. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh gosh. It's too soon to be making jokes like that. Like I have dark humor too, but like we need a little bit more time before we make jokes like that. Right oh and then what was it oh i saw somebody saying like like they were listing every character on the show that's lost somebody and like grace get behind me because she's the only one that hasn't officially lost like anything that we know of yet um anybody I know, she almost lost her dad there's that right um yeah so i love these episodes i did feel there were some things that could have been left out to give more room for the wedding but i also am happy with what we got for the wedding and i'm glad we were able to get deleted scenes which is like you guys have said very rare and i'm grateful for that right never heard of in this mm-hmm. fandom or in this network right like and you know i remember you know 10 15 years ago like when dvds were coming out like you were excited when they came out because there's usually like a gag reel and deleted scenes from certain episodes but now yeah. we don't get that because everything goes right to streaming which i'm like i'm glad we get them like more instantaneously but it's also a bummer that we don't get the deleted scenes um, i miss those features i mean if I lone love- star came out with dvds even though yeah. i have it on hulu i would still buy them come on oh, me too it's for a sure. lone star oh yeah um i love benito I think he's a great actor. I think he's amazing. And I am really bummed that they did this. I get why they did this. Still doesn't make it any easier. Um, no, that's hard. And, you know, I, I'm glad that we got to see Carlos work on some things with his dad and kind of resolve some of that. Oh, um, yeah, I'm glad. But I'm really bummed yeah. that Carlos doesn't get to make up the time that he lost with his dad. Because there's a long time between the ages that he is now and 17 when they kind of like kind of grew apart and I really wish we could have gotten some more of that before something happened to Gabriel. Um, and I was kind of, somebody made a comment on Inst- uh, I think it was Twitter about like, um, I'll be here until uh, the beginning of season five, uh, pretending coming up with every way I can figure that Gabriel faked his death. So um, he could be in like witness uh, protection. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah. Like, and I was like, Mm, yeah but I, I i think this is more final than we want it to be but I I, and so. i and i know that 
And then Rafa has said, like, in some of his interviews that he doesn't think this will be the last we see of Benito on the show. Because um, I imagine we're going to get a Carlos Begins of some kind, so we'll probably get him callbacks to him. Oh, we'll definitely um, get something. flashbacks in general, especially as the arc goes. Even, yeah. like, dream sequences like TK got. Yeah, that would be awesome. But then that would require... <laughs> no, nope, nope. sorry going there before you even said anything. <laughs> Paul said it, they have to spend a year out of the ICU. <laughs> I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that, Dan. <sighs> Anyways, yeah, so I'm I'm glad. I This is great um, wrap-up, and I've got the stuff. Um, and I, I'm really looking forward to the next season Yeah, yeah of what we're going to get now that the guys are married. I know, it makes me so happy but it's also like it like i've been saying it feels like a dream because i'm like i can't believe they're actually husbands now mm-hmm. yeah and like i don't know i overall i love season four like it's been it's interesting oh, yeah. because every season of lone star has gotten better like there were definitely storylines in this season where i was like I don't know but once the finale aired I was like oh yeah season four is my favorite because like Mm -hmm. it was just things that happened in the season where I was just like so much like we got so much like for Carlos's season like this honestly was Mm -hmm. like the Carlos season yeah and it was just it was an incredible like even just watching it live like it was an incredible journey to watch this whole season right like oh makes me so happy yeah this was such a good season and i'm so glad we got introduced to carlos's sisters and i hope we get more i know i hope they come back they casted them so good and something i i was noticing the kid who played young carlos i think he was also playing one of the nephews i didn't notice that okay (laughs) i couldn't tell because i didn't i didn't hmm? i don't think so i don't know it just i couldn't tell because the kids were only on the screen for a short amount of time so i didn't really get a chance to tell but i wouldn't be surprised because they pulled that off they only really showed carlos's side profile and they only showed the kids for a few seconds they could have done that i don't know i he looked a lot bigger than they were that's my only thing Mm, that could also be camera angling too so i'm not sure anyways yeah and there's so much to say about it um i know we could probably talk forever i I, and I, I agree with what Katie said earlier. I feel like we have to unpack this in a couple of weeks because I feel like we're, I know. we're still not even fully processing what we would just watch. So. I know. Listen, I'm, we have the whole grief cycle to go through I'm, and yeah. then we have to celebrate. And then th- there are so many emotions. I'm telling yeah. you, we need to do like a mini postmortem like, in a couple of weeks. Right. But Amy, I mean, like in the end of it, like regardless of the tragedies, like Carlos and TK finally got married. This was a huge gift to all of us. Um, we got served. We literally got served with no crumbs left. Right. <laughs> and just just the monumental things they did. It's an LGBTQ relationship getting married in, in Texas. Interracial interfaith. Interracial interfaith. Both uh, first responders being officiated by a trans black man in Texas. And I mean, just that alone is there. I mean, I remember it's funny because Rob Lowe used to be in the series Brothers and Sisters. And I think it was at the end of season two when Scotty and um, Kevin got married. They were like, it was like this huge thing in like 2009. It was like the first gay marriage on TV, like on um, broadcast TV. Like, I just feel like like it's a small group that we've seen since then so tk and carlos are like one for the ages and i'm so happy for them i'm so excited for husband season five (laughs) 
I can't even, my brain can't even comprehend that, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But yeah. yeah, I saw somebody say this. I can't remember where, but they were like, why did all the Reyes children marry, marry white men? Yeah. <laughs> guys, but like, that is kind of funny. Like, you, can't, <laughs> you can't pick who you love. love is I love. know, that's what I said, but I was also like, it is kind of funny the way, the way they said that and stuff, but like, hey, you know. But yeah, let's get to fan thoughts because there's yes, quite, we have a few. Quite a few. Yeah. One, ru- one word, brutal. It struck every single motion with a knife. Um, Gabriel and Carlos talk his at the way Carlos slowly lost it and then came back to resume the wedding to the final vows and songs amazing but sobbed through it all i mean didn't we all oh yeah um, first tk and carlos are married also we found out carlos's full name rafa deserves yeah. an emmy for his acting especially uh, yes. as carlos is grieving gina has a beautiful voice i am i am seeing the tour production of the company next year i can tell i will cry at being alive i was up until 1 a.m decompressing from the two episodes i mean relatable her emotion emotional devastation but rafa his emmy his emmy because he delivered in so many levels episode felt a little overstuffed with so many storylines but the wedding was everything i actually didn't think it was overstuffed and if you guys watch 911 when you watch the episode, you'll definitely feel like that was more overstuffed. I don't think this episode was overstuffed. Watch comparing the two, and everyone has said that. I think it was beautiful and tragic. I was so angry and sad and happy. All the storylines were great, but I still, I still hope we get more happy scenes. Last scene being live made me bawl my eyes out. Hats off to the entire cast, especially Rafa and Ronan. Heartbreaking, yeah. but loved the episode. I loved. I cried it was awesome but rest in peace gabriel oh my god my blown so many emotions i cried carlos is finally married yay i cried i loved how tk was there for carlos um just like how carlos was there for tk the vows and tk's mom showing up that was awesome to see yeah um and then like i wanted to know like what everyone's like thoughts were for this season and next season a lot of people said like you know, obviously, like, an arc for, like, the Ranger storyline, mm-hmm. um, getting, like, getting different storylines, possibly, like, to find out, like, more about Gabriel. That's, like, mostly what it was. Yeah. And then, like, you know, obviously, Carlos being married. And obviously, like, the major storylines were, like, Carlos's, like, the, obviously, all the wedding, like, paramedic storylines they did. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much. Like, it's, I can't wait. So, like, I always say I'm going to rewatch, but I actually mean it this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I can't believe this season's over. Like, it's going to be weird not yeah. watching an episode on Tuesday and not, like, doing right. any of the normal things. Like, I honestly yeah. can't believe it. Yeah. Bad. I feel like we should do a moment of silence for Gabriel. He was a good man. Yes, he was. And I hope Benito is able to come back because, and I, he's an amazing actor, and I feel like Rafa's learned a lot from him. I know. And I hope that relationship continues, and I hope we see that in the future, just like Benito and Gabe and Rafa working together or them back together somehow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, um, I'm really going to live for like flashbacks and memories. Yeah. Of, I too. know. I really hope, like, I really hope we get that. Like, I think we will, but like, yeah. I'm, 
I'm looking forward to it, like, mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So now that the season's over, I hate saying this because, like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. That's why I hate saying it. Yeah. So the finale and, like, just obviously talking about the whole season, we've decided we all have, like, different things going on. We're going through yeah. different things. So we are going to take, like, a two-week break mm-hmm. and stuff, and then we'll resume things. We'll... Obviously, our next episode will be, like, the Tarlos ranking we always do. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have our 100th episode, which will be a special different episode. And then we'll, you know, that'll give us all time also to, like, rewatch, obviously, the back half, the B season, 9-1. And then we could start talking oh, about that. Right. We don't really have plans beyond obviously the next couple episodes. We'll obviously decide what we're going to do after that once we've had time to regroup which is obviously what this mini break is right. going to be and stuff um it's crazy that it's all happening for all of us like for different reasons at the same time like i'm like i'm so grateful it is at the same time and we're not all like i know different times it's <laughs> funny because we were talking about this weeks ago and i was like no i don't want to take a break but then like <laughs> right. you know stuff happens and yeah. stuff that unavoidable and i think all of us could use the break and we've all got stuff we cannot move yeah so yeah yes but i'm gonna i mean we're gonna still keep in touch and yeah we talk i'll send easter eggs along the way when i'm in austin and i'm visiting a few firehouses so i'm and i'll send you guys my graduation photos yeah yeah so it's a little bit of a break which will be weird but it's definitely for the best Yes. And obviously, we'll still be talking to you guys in yes. Discord. Um, yep, and we'll be and back soon. All the places. Thanks for everybody who's been joining the Discord. It's off. It's awesome to see more conversations going on. I know it That's makes me so happy because I'm like always talking with everyone and stuff, and I get so excited when new people join it was funny because somebody commented on my videos they were like what i need a support group and i was like okay i'm making a video and i can be like hey you need a support group um (laughs) we need to make like a gamer reyes like channel yes support channel totally totally yeah like over this over like the summer we definitely need to like revamp things and like add things for sure like when we have like more time also fox you are getting a very very large bill for therapy i was yeah yeah. him yeah i'm not even fox him you're getting my therapy bill mm-hmm. it's funny because i was gonna make a video that was like oh are you here for your first therapy session um <laughs> how much time do you have <laughs> yeah well yeah um we'll see you guys in a few weeks of course thank you guys so much for listening and joining us be sure to subscribe to the podcast on anchor we're also on spotify apple and google Podcasts, and i everywhere you get your podcasts you guys can rate us on spotify and itunes it would mean a lot to us you guys can follow the podcast on our socials at now on ls roundup on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok sure to join our discord server um the link is in the description of the podcast and our instagram bio you guys can follow me katie at full of taros on instagram and tiktok you guys can follow me grace at ronin ratha 911 on instagram and at sheepgirl31 on twitter you can follow me ej at ej8302 on instagram and twitter Bye. bye Thank you.